I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Monday. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining and it is April. Hard to believe we are already into the month of April and we're looking forward to a great day. Looking forward to a great week on this Monday, April 4th. We had a great day yesterday and I I probably sound like a broken record because I think I say that every Monday. Uh, But yesterday was such a good day here at church. We had several folks that got saved yesterday, uh, had a good spirit, had good music. We had a missionary that was here. And I just, I love being together with God's people. I'm thankful for uh, the church. Brother Nathan and uh, Miss Grace, they sang yesterday a song about uh, how we need the church so much the more as we see the day approaching. I believe we need more church I believe we need more Bible reading, Bible preaching, Bible teaching. We need more prayer. Uh, We need more soul winning. We need more outreach. We need more missionaries. Uh, We need more Christians that will be faithful. We need more and more of those things uh, rather than less and less of those things. And I believe Jesus is coming back. Could be today. And I hope that you're living for that uh, every day. But we welcome you today to our Winning Side broadcast Uh, Those that are listening on the radio, thank you for joining us. Those on our podcast and our radio app, uh, thank you so much for being with us today. And then those watching uh, on Facebook and those that are watching on YouTube, we welcome you and I hope you're having a great day. I hope it'll be a good day for you. I hope it'll be a good week and uh, the Lord is good, that is for sure. Happy birthday today to Joey Briggs. A happy birthday today to Susan Dickerson, and happy birthday today to Robert Doughton. Hope you folks have a great day. And then a happy anniversary to Charles and Leona Bethany. I hope you folks have a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, I believe today is 69 years, I believe. And uh, what an accomplishment. God bless you. And then a happy anniversary to Wayne and Linda Gray. Hope you have a great day also. Uh, Well, let's be in prayer for our church. Uh, Pray for our school. Pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for one another. Uh, Let's uh, be in prayer for uh, our church family. I want you to hear a song today, and I don't always have a good story about the song. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read through some of the hymn stories. Those are so good to talk about how a hymn came about. Well, this is not an old hymn. This is a newer song. But I was listening uh, last week to a uh, a preaching conference, and this family was singing online. And uh, the the preacher, the the father who uh, preaches and sings and all that, he told the story about this song. Uh, The name of the song is, I'm Not Lost Anymore. Well, this man who was telling the story, he was the pastor. He is the pastor there at the church. And he said there was a little bit of a commotion uh, during the invitation. And he said he was trying to figure out what was going on. And he called out the name of a lady who had come forward. And uh, he recognized the lady. He said, uh, said, is everything okay? And um, she said, she said, well, she said, "Um, I, I, I believe I'm lost. 
kind of surprised the pastor a little bit. And he said, well, he said, sister so-and-so, she can take you and she can help you with that. And so the invitation continued and this lady went off and she was dealt with with a personal worker. And uh, that uh, lady was led to the Lord there at the altar. So she came back in and the pastor said, well, and he called her name. He said, um, he said, what happened? And uh, the lady wasn't really sure what to say, but she said these words. She said, well, she said, I'm not lost anymore, and uh, that's a good thing when you get saved. And uh, before you get saved, you are lost. Uh, before I got saved, I was lost, but I'm glad I'm not lost anymore. I've been found. And uh, I hope you enjoy this song, and if you've been saved, I hope you rejoice in the fact that you're not lost anymore. Uh, but if you're listening today and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, uh, you've never put your faith and trust in Him, I would encourage you today to call us. Uh, to email us, uh, to message us, and uh, we'll have somebody show you from the Bible how you can be saved, how you can be found. You see, Jesus came, the Bible says, uh, not to, uh, to, to, to come to the righteous, but he came to seek and to save that which was lost. And every one of us before Christ we were lost, but praise God, after Jesus found us, we're not lost anymore. Hope you enjoy this song, and then we'll get into our Bible study in Psalm 23. Once I walked with no purpose, so blinded by sin, Till the light of the gospel came in Now I walk a new path There's joy deep within I'll never be blinded again The darkness that once filled my sin-shattered life Was dispelled by God's glorious Fast in the night were broken 
that I was telling brother Nathan a little more of the story um, but uh, that that uh, lady got saved and she said she said well I guess I'm not lost anymore and then there was a I forget I forget how he said the order of events took place but there was another preacher there was a, another message after that invitation time and uh, so the pastor said he said yeah I said so my daughter he said so she wrote that song while I was preaching and uh, he said, I kind of wish she had waited till I was done preaching. He said, but he said, you know, I guess there have been worse things done while I was preaching than people writing a song. But that's a great song. And, you know, uh, if you have a testimony, I hope you'll share your testimony. We had a missionary with us yesterday, Brother Clint Tackett and his family. And they're, it's a unique ministry. They're, they're missionary helpers. They go to mission fields and help in building buildings and uh, doing uh, additions and projects and remodeling and all that for missionaries and church planners. It's a really unique ministry. But he was, uh, yesterday I was in the Victory Bible class. Brother Dan teaches that class, Brother Dan Bybee. And, uh, but I, my wife and I, we, I say my wife and I, my wife doesn't go to the class anymore. She teaches a kindergarten class now. But I was in Sunday school and uh, Brother Tackett was giving his testimony. And he was talking about how he got saved. And it was just an amazing testimony. And you hear about his background, uh, his family life, and uh, his, uh, his home situation uh, as a boy. Uh, he uh, he uh, had alcohol that his, his the adults would give him and drugs that adults would give him while he was a boy. I'm not talking about, you know, 18 or 9. I'm talking about a uh, young, young boy. But he got gloriously saved. And uh, what a testimony. And, and, and we don't glorify sin, obviously. That's not the reason we tell a testimony. Oh, I did this and I did this. No. Uh, if you didn't do those things, praise God. Uh, God spared you from that. Uh, but I hope you share your testimony uh, with people about what Jesus did in your life. And it's good to be saved. And I thank the Lord for that song. Psalm 23 in your Bibles. We've taken some time in this psalm, but it's such a rich and such a powerful psalm. I hope it's been a help to you. Number one, we said in Psalm 23, the person. Uh, this psalm is all about the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. Uh, it's all about him. And let's keep our eyes on the Lord. The position, we said the Lord is my, it doesn't say he's my creator, although he is. It doesn't say he's my king. It doesn't say that uh, he's my master. It doesn't say those things. He's my friend, although he is our friend. But it says in this psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. Well, a shepherd guides the sheep. A shepherd cares for the sheep. And boy, our Lord certainly cares for us uh, like a shepherd would care for his sheep. We saw the person and the position. Then we saw the provision. The provision is that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That word want, it means to lack something. Uh, it doesn't mean that you're never going to want anything. Oh, I want a hamburger. Or I want a cheeseburger. I'm not sure why I'm talking about food. You know, it's lunchtime. I know why I'm talking about food because I haven't eaten lunch yet. Uh, but, but we're not talking about our wants and selfish things that we want or that, that, that we desire. But it's talking about having our needs met. 
and the Lord is going to meet your need. He's going to take care of you. If you are his child, he as the father is going to meet the needs of his children. So that's the provision I shall not want. But then notice in verse number uh, two, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. We saw on Friday, number four, the word is path. Uh, God leads us on a path, and, and sometimes that path is not what we would choose. It says that there may be the valley of the shadow of death. Well, that's where we go when we follow the leading of God. Uh, can I tell you, the path is not always easy, but if you're with the Lord and if you're following Him, you are on the right path, and you'll have no regrets that you followed the Lord uh, all the days of your life the path. But then number five, I want you to see today the problems. The Bible says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Now those are three different words there that none of us like. We don't like valleys. We like mountaintops. Mountaintops are exciting. Mountaintops are the victories, but the valleys are often the defeats. Uh, the mountaintops are the successes, and many times the valleys seem like the failures. But then it says the valley of the shadow of death. Now, many times a shadow is, is scary, or many times a shadow means that, that night is falling. And boy, those are not always good times in our life. We like the bright, sunny days. We don't like the dark and dreary days. But the Bible says that we walk through the valley of the shadow, but then we see the word death. Uh, we, none of us look forward to death. Uh, by the way, as a Christian, we know that death is not the end. Death is just the doorway to glory. Death is just the transition uh, to heaven and to eternal life with Jesus Christ. And it is our, really, it is our escape from uh, this sin-cursed earth that we are on and this uh, uh, mortal body that knows pain and that knows suffering. But none of us look forward to death. I'm glad for the fact that death has lost its sting, and I'm thankful the grave has lost its victory because Jesus conquered death. But I want you to notice, number five, as we look at Psalm 23, that there will be problems. Even along the path where God is leading, there will be difficulties. Nobody ever said that the Christian life would be easy. Nobody ever said that the, the Christian life would be all smooth sailing. Oh, no, there's problems. But I want to remind you, there will be problems whether you live for God or you live for the devil. And I want to tell you, the problems are a whole lot worse when you live for the devil. And the problems are a whole lot worse when you live for self and you live for sinful pleasures. Uh, there will be problems, but when the Lord is leading, I want to tell you, you're going to make it through. You're going to be okay because he leads me. Uh, as the Lord leads, we should keep walking. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep following. Uh, if you're going to follow the Lord... I mean, you've got to keep your eyes on him. As a matter of fact, it'd be better if you just get a hold of his hand and hang on tight and say, Lord, wherever you lead me, I will follow. And then just keep trusting. Boy, as the Lord is leading us, there's times where we don't understand where he's going and we don't understand how he's working. But I want to tell you this, my Lord knows the way through the wilderness. All I have to do is follow. Notice what it says in this verse. It says, he leadeth me, verse number four, uh, uh, verse number four, uh, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, we would often choose for God to take us around that valley. We'd, we'd rather avoid it altogether. But the Bible tells us that many times God leads us through. 
Can I tell you, as God leads you through and you see the danger and you, you, you see all the problems around you, but you realize that as long as you're close to God, as long as you're close to Him, you'll have a peace that passes all understanding and you have no need to fear. The Bible says, I'll fear no evil for thou art with me. I also want to draw your attention to the fact that the Bible does not say that God leads us through death, but it says God leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. Can I tell you, I'm glad for the Christian that death is just a shadow. And you know, shadows can't hurt you. They might scare you, but shadows cannot hurt you. Shadows cannot harm you. Shadows cannot touch you. They might, they might frighten you, but it's just a shadow. Can I tell you, we go through as Christians the valley of the shadow of death, but I'm glad that we never walk alone. You see, whenever there is a shadow, that is an indication that there must be some light beyond that shadow. And for the child of God, as we go through the valley of the shadow of death, when we get through that valley, and when we get past those shadows, that's where we realize that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And we realize that Jesus Christ is that light. Jesus Christ is the one that gives us direction. Jesus Christ is the one that gives us victory. And I'm glad we're going to a city where there's going to be no more darkness. By the way, there's not even going to be a sun or a moon or a star in heaven. You know why? Because the Bible says there's no need of those things because the Lamb, Jesus Christ, is the light. And I'm thankful for a time when there will be no more shadows, there'll be no more darkness, there'll be no more fears. And what a day that will be. Yes, we go through problems, but I'm glad that we go through those problems hanging on to and following the leading of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks for tuning in today. Hope you have a great day. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.